You know, it's really interesting to me, the serendipity of life. It's, you know, a lot, a lot of times I think in the past I've been sort of focused on what life, the serendipity of the things I don't like about life, the serendipities of, you know, people you love and care about dying, leaving, whatever. Uh, those are serendipities. We just don't think of them that way. But I've been thinking about the serendipity, the positive serendipities, and I just had a really amazing experience here in the last three weeks that a long-lost friend, um, it's really interesting, this this friend was, it was a, a friend and a past client, and it was a lady, and there was a absolute, there was an attraction between us, but we both, we kept the space and kept Kept things, uh, kept uh, the integrity of our relationships, uh, our, our, our relationship ends up, we lose track. We both end up divorced and then we both end up in the same town and then we, we, we are able to connect and we're able to re, uh, catch up. And it was just absolutely fabulous to see how the universe can work, to see how the serendipity, the wonderful serendipity, uh, these unexpected blessings of connecting with an old friend and really, uh, and a former client that turns into this really interesting individual and uh, a special lady. And so I just, amazing you know sometimes it just is it just started me thinking about what what does serendipity mean these serendipity events and occurrences that we often get talked about we talk about the positive ones but there's also this there's the serendipity of crap that shows up in our lives that's serendipity but we don't think of it that way but it's still the random unfolding of the natural order of the way a thing is or a person is that shows up in your life that you hadn't expected but it still happens so whether it's positive or negative it's all serendipity so I'm thinking today about insecurities you know, when our insecurities or fears arise, I think it's typically because there's something we care very deeply about. Because when I'm feeling insecure or fearful, it's usually because I'm looking at something or someone that I... I really care, I care for, and, but it's also linked to projection, um, uh, fear based on either, you know, some irrational fear. And then there is, it's 
often based on the past, past experiences. But my past, your past does not equal your future, unless we make it so. So the past can become something that, that we manifest into the future by ruminating about it and by worrying about it, by being upset about something, either uh, or through the basic insecurity of uh, are we, which really comes down to am I enough? Am I good enough, smart enough, uh, you know, rich enough? You know, I'm enough. And, and really, we need to get to a place of enough already, enough, stop. Because the, 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 the obsession about our insecurities, about the things that we fear, really can make us sick. And also, it, we will just end up manifesting something that we don't want. Instead of, and we're totally taking our attention away from the present moment. And the present moment is the only thing that we have where we can, the present moment is the only moment where I create my future. It's the only moment where I can create, uh, well, that I can create something. So if I want something to change, I have to create something. I have to create some energy. I have to, it's about creation. It all comes down to creation. So distracting, allowing ourselves to be distracted by our insecurities and our fears is a waste of time and only leaves us stuck in the past, uh, typically linked to some emotional, unresolved emotional issue. So it's a great opportunity for us to move forward by being in the now and allowing ourselves the gift of relaxation, of releasing our insecurities and focusing in the present moment about what is it that excites us now. Hope you have a really great day. Namaste. Good morning. So of all the things I fear the most, it's probably the, the fear of loss. And it's also what has kept me from truly entering into vibrant, healthy relationships, uh, passionate, you know, vibrant, you know, full-on commitment, intimate relationships, because that fear of loss. And it rears its head in very interesting ways in unexpected ways. I think it's it's a natural thing to, you know, depending on your age, you may have experienced loss. And you may not have experienced loss in your life. But in terms of the amount of loss that I've experienced in my life, I've, I've come to a point in my life where I have to make a decision. Do I want to, am I going to allow this fear of loss, this, this uh, past grief and trauma of loss 
through through death or divorce or you know broken really you know ended relationships whatever you want to call it you know this loss comes in a lot of different ways am i going to allow that loss in the past to affect how i am and who i am and how i'm going to be in the now right here and now is it even logical it, it, to- it seems totally illogical to do it and yet there it is and it's also linked to the fact that I care, I care about something or somebody. And the more, it's interesting, the more that I care about someone, the more that I feel uh, deeply connected to someone, there, there's also that part of that, that kind of nagging doubt or that, that that persistent, like, oh, I wonder what that what that means, or you know, and that fear. What happens if they leave? Well, they leave, and it really comes down to owning our own lives, being fully and completely sold out to living our lives in the most complete and passionate exciting way we possibly can every single moment that's the only antidote that I know that's the only antidote that I know is to live my life as passionately completely as as sold out as I possibly can be to the to the current present moment and making the best of it that is the only antidote I found to the fear of loss because the fear of loss is always there because of the attachment we have of something that we desire, something we like, and or, some, or someone we love that we want to, that it's that, and we're never going to get what we want by focusing on what we don't want. So in order to focus on what we want, we need to get clear about what we want to experience, how we want to be. So I invite you to give me some feedback uh, what do you think of this? What is it? Are you focusing? Are you able to shift your focus from what you don't want to what you do want? And follow your excitement, follow your bliss. Make this moment the most beautiful, perfect moment you possibly can. That's the challenge and the opportunity. Wish you all a very beautiful day. Namaste. You know, for a lot of my life, I did not really affirm or know that I deserve to be happy, that I deserve to experience life in its fullest. I got caught up in performing, in you know, trying to please, and trying to get ahead. I was so wrapped up in pleasing other people and making sure I fit in, making sure that I was liked, you know, all that stuff, um, making sure that everybody around me was doing okay and all that, that I lost sight of the fact that I deserve to be happy. If I developed, and so one of the things I'm thinking about is, you know, maybe, maybe I need to develop 
a new consciousness, a new awareness. It would be, it would be labeled something like, I deserve to be happy. Because with that mindset, I think I'd be more predisposed to intentionally creating happiness in my life because I've spent way too much time, I think. <laughs> That's what am I trying to say? I spent a lot of time in my life dealing with grief, trauma, and loss. Okay, that's just the reality. Life happens, you got to deal with it. I get that. However, I was in survival for a lot of my life, trying to just, just working on getting by, just working on trying to get through the day instead of choosing happiness, instead of developing a happiness consciousness that I deserve to be happy. And what is it right now in this moment that would make me happy? What is it in this moment that would make you happy? And then, and, but it has to be within your control because if my, if if my happiness is dependent on someone else, I'm screwed. Because so if I'm gonna if I'm gonna affirm that I deserve to be happy, I need to realize that I'm the one that creates that reality. I'm the one that chooses to move forward. I'm the one that chooses how I'm going to be in any particular moment. So if, you know, um, what is it that's going to, what is it that's going to cause me, make me happy? It's most likely something that excites me. What is it that, that, that maybe I need to develop an excitement consciousness. <laughs> 2009, I made a decision to develop a self-care consciousness and it changed my life. And is thinking now that maybe my next step is to develop, maybe not a happiness consciousness, but an excitement consciousness. What is it that's exciting in this moment? To find something exciting, you know, how much different would my life be if I could find something exciting in every single moment of my life? Holy crap, wouldn't that be great? So are you excited? Are you, are you going to develop a, are you interested in, in, in developing an excitement consciousness? If so, let me know and maybe we can have a conversation and do this, figure this thing out together. What do you say? Hey, since we're talking about fear and excitement today, I thought I would add in an observation. Do you know that fear and excitement feel very, very similar in your body? And you know how you can tell the difference whether it's fear or excitement? You're going to say, well, that's pretty obvious because, you know, I, I, we, our emotions pop up. But that's actually, might be a little bit too late to be able to recognize it. If, you're, if, you're, if you feel the energy in your body, the energy of fear, and you react to it, uh, that's probably too late. What, when you feel fear, true fear, you stop breathing. You just, you know, you just literally, you constrict your breath. When you feel excitement, you know, you feel excited, you're breathing. So fear and excitement have very similar energies, the way it feels in our body. The difference is, one, we're breathing. So the antidote for fear is always conscious breath. It is an amazingly effective tool. Namaste.